The following podcast is provided by Care Partners Living and Answers for Elders Radio. And welcome back, everyone, to Answers for Elders Radio Network with the one and only Kelly Smith, Kelly Smith from Care Partners Living. Sorry about that, everyone. Um, just getting over a bad flu here, so... Um, I'm doing my best, and I'm. But you know what? My day is a lot brighter with Kelly. So, mm-hmm. Kelly, um, we've been having an amazing conversation, and there's so much um, that's coming back to me about my time that I took care of my mom, and I'm so grateful for you, kind of bringing up a lot of those things that I faced as an adult child, and now how many of our families are doing that, especially after the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Um, You know, uh, we talked in their first segment, and for those of you, remember, we are on uh, Google, Apple, Spotify, all the major podcast platforms. So if you want to share this with your loved ones or anything like that of your family members, please go to Answers for Elders and look at Kelly, and this conversation will be on our podcast platform probably um, this next week. So that'll be really important. So Kelly, we talked about initially... Uh, first of all, how to, you know, even address the issues and what to look for. And then we went into specifically how to intervene, you know, when is the time to do so? But now I think this next segment is, okay, mom and dad are bucking me. They are holding me back and they are not moving. And um, yet you know better that something has to change. How do you deal with that, Kel? Well, first of all, you have to make sure that your decision is firm. You have to make sure that really what's going on is in their best interest. And that, right. you need to make that decision first. It's not a whim. It's not a, it's not a you know, it, it, once that decision has been firmly made, they are not safe in their home any longer. Then you have to look at what's the next best thing. Is it home care? Is it having home care or home health come in? And yeah. you have to know the differences. Home care is going to come in and help with laundry, take them to the store, help clean up a little bit, help with basic stuff. Mm-hmm. Home health, that's when they're going to bring in caregivers and there's going to be a nurse overseeing all of that and that's when they can have actual uh, home care uh, but not home care home health is very different yeah so that's when they've actually got people coming or in it might be rehabilitative care like, exactly. uh, like physical therapy or occupational therapy or something like that too well and you have to remember too there's a lot of things that have happened during the pandemic for example there's a lot of people right now suffering from something that they call uh, there's a name for it. I can't remember what it is, but people are having trouble remembering timelines right now. Yeah. That doesn't mean they have dementia. Yeah. I actually talked to my doctor about it because I thought I might have even had some dementia because mm-hmm. my timelines aren't adding up in a lot of things. And they said, yeah, because your entire life has changed in two years. You went from being out all the time to being cooped in a box and doing it yeah. on Zoom. So our timelines for a lot of people have changed. So also mm-hmm. make sure that what you're dealing with with your loved one, you've taken them to a doctor. They do have whatever your diagnosis is. But when it gets to that point, you have to take a really good look at What's going to happen next if I don't do something? Because mm-hmm. if you get somebody to come into the home and that works for them, great. If that's not working and you need to do something more long-term, yeah. you have to also look at what are the consequences if I yeah. don't do something. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah. I always say to a family member, um, you know, especially a husband and wife situation, um, the first thing I'll say is, if you're a candidate for home care, here's here's what I would say is the tester. Number one, if your loved one, let's say wife is taking care of the husband and the husband has, you know, mobility issues. If husband fell in the middle of the night, could you pick him up? Could you get him back to the bed? Could you do things like, if you could, 
and that's something that you could you could handle, then you're a great candidate. I mean, this, those are examples, right? Um, if not, then that's a concern of mine about staying at home and not having home care because if you're laying on the floor and you can't, and your you know your spouse can't help you get to your feet, that's a challenge, right? Good so. Job. It's also if the hospital, if you're, if, if 911's being called regularly, right. You know, because of other issues, not just falling, mm-hmm. you have to look at that as well. Cause at some point the hospital's going to need to make a report. Exactly. Um, you know, are you having EMS at the house constantly or, you know, uh, police mm-hmm. being involved because, you know, we're, we're having trouble getting back home. Um, you know, are, are, are things getting turned off in the house because, mm-hmm. you know, mom and dad are paying the bills. There's a lot of things that if you're not managing the home and right. you can't manage each other's care, home care may not be the best fit. Right. And yes, can mom and dad, you know, fight and and, and scream and yell and we're not moving, we're not moving, it's not going to happen. Yes, we see this all the time in assisted living mm-hmm. where the kids come in, they tour the building. Yes, it's perfect for mom. Mom says, I'm not doing it. Mm-hmm. I'm just not doing it. Even with power of attorney, you cannot make them do something. No. However, if adult protective services, like I said before, if they wind up getting involved, then everybody loses everything. And a lot of parents don't understand this. They don't realize you keep going to the hospital, mom, you know, somebody comes in here and sees the condition of the homes. This, this happens, this happens. We will lose all of our rights and the state will tell you where to move and you won't have any rights then. Yeah. You know, so so then what happens? You don't want to lose everything and have the state come in and and take over your care. You, you want to have a say in this. And so, you know, at some point, sometimes parents, you know, or not parents, but the children have to sometimes get a little bit tough in, in, in making parents really understand what the consequences are going to be. Right. But see, again, too, it also doesn't help the fact that this generation also has a very bad taste in their mouth about what leaving their home looks like. Yeah, it does. And, and the challenge is, is that um, there's a lot of Un, you know, unfounded, well, from years ago, yes, but there's a lot of perceptions about living situation that this, that I'm just going to be institutionalized. And that isn't the case. And, um, you know, I think one of the things we go back to the ultimate goal is, is that everyone, um, number one value should be the highest quality of life possible, according to your parents' values. And, and I think those are the two things that when you look at what is the best solution, if mom is trying to take care of dad and dad is falling or dad has dementia or, and mom can't handle it anymore, um, those are concerns. This, that's when it's definitely time to intervene. And the, the only option that you really have at that point is if, you know, to have a power of attorney activated by a doctor then you can begin to have, you know, some situations move forward. But if not, then you're in a situation where, like you said, you're going to be um, without addressing it, it's going to get go from bad to worse and um, the state will eventually step in. And because something else that people don't realize is, yes, okay, so you've got two people at home maybe, mm-hmm. and one of them is declining to the point, well, how is it affecting the health of the second one? Exactly. And that's something else that the adult children or, or whoever is, is assisting with this needs to look at. Mm-hmm. Yes, you can take care of your loved one. Maybe you can, to what detriment to you. It, right. It's a lot of times when I'm talking to family members, it's not the mom with dementia they're worried about. It's dad who doesn't have dementia, who's doing everything yeah. that they're worried about. Because it's, it's, it's usually they're the ones that, you know, wind up with more serious health concerns and, and wind up passing 
first. Mm -hmm. So that's the thing that people are most concerned about. So you have to look at the bigger picture. Is is pulling them out of their home, moving them to an assisted living, is that really the answer? Is bringing mm -hmm. in home care, home health, is that the answer? Moving in there with you is not always the answer. Right, right. You know, it's not, that's not always, that's not always the answer, but for some families it is. Some, some families feel like we'll just move mom in with us and she'll be okay for a while until she gets to a place where she needs more care. Um, but it's a family think, decision. Yeah, and I also think this might be the time to bring in a professional. If there's a dissension within the family, if yeah. there's a, a, you know, situation where nobody can get on the same page, um, that happens. It, it sadly does. Everybody has their own experiences and their own opinions, like what you said earlier. Um, bringing in a geriatric care manager or a, a counselor or a social worker that can help, you know, from a professional, you know, basis to lay things out. I think one of the things that we forget as a family is that we think we have all the tools to resolve conflicts. Um, we don't. We, do. <laughs> we get our buttons pushed. We have, you know, our own issues with our siblings. We do, you know, we do a lot of things. I think the other thing that's really great about being on the station that we're on um, is the Christian community can always go to a minister. I think sometimes your, um, your, you know, your spiritual leaders can help you in these kinds of situations if you're dealing with this type of anxiety. Um, I know a lot of ministers that will actually come and meet with the family and have these conversations with, um, you know, your, your parents, if they are church going people, things like yeah, that. If your, if your mom's really involved in her church. That's somebody else you can pull in. Absolutely. Also conversations with mm -hmm. her primary care physician, if she's close to him as well, mm -hmm. or her. Um, Absolutely. You know, there's, like you said, there's lots of advocates out there that can also help you prove mm -hmm. your point. Um, and there's so many good geriatric yeah. case managers out there, um, yes. really good ones that we recommend quite a bit. Because, again, families can't always negotiate the, this 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 industry. Right. They can't always negotiate all the different care that's, that's, that's available out there. But a care manager can. Absolutely. And they can sit down with, with families and help them understand what all their different options are, what's mm -hmm. the best option, and how can they get these people you know, into the best situation that also meets their needs, but yeah. also makes them happy. Um, yeah. It doesn't have to be a miserable thing, but let's be honest, going home and not being able to sleep all night because you don't know what's happening, mm -hmm. you know, what's the next phone call you're going to get, you know, you know, not being able to focus on what you need to during the day at work because you're so worried about your parents all day, you know, th there's got to be an easier way to do this. Yeah, and not, not only that, but a care manager, they can, um, you could, they can help to look at what the, they create is what's called a care plan because yeah. they understand much more of the underlying conditions and comorbidities that can result from maybe a condition. Um, and, you know, they have the ability uh, just through their experience to look forward to say, well, this is likely to progress. So let's make sure that we're in a like situation that can, you know, provide the longest you know, quality of life. And I think that's one of the things that's really great about what a care manager It really is. But care managers, too. The other thing is people also need to understand that the care manager may not also not side with yeah. the adult children. No. They may actually come in and meet with your mom and dad and come back and tell you, you're kind of overdoing it here. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and that's good, too. But you know, to have that outside source. So, Kelly, um, how do we reach you? Best place to reach us 
is Care Partners Living, and that's where you can, carepartnersliving.com, that's where you can check out testimonials, pictures, videos, all kinds of stuff, and, you know, see what you think of, you know, of us, but that's yeah. a way to put this out. Absolutely, absolutely. And we're so excited. we got one more segment to go with Kelly Smith, and we'll be right back right after this. The preceding podcast was provided by Care Partners Living and Answers for Elders Radio. To contact Care Partners Living, go to carepartnersliving.com. Hi, I'm Lori LeBay, and I wanted to tell you about Alzheimer's Speaks, which is another great podcast. You see, my own mother lived with dementia for 30 years, and I felt lost. Did you know every three seconds someone in the world is being diagnosed with dementia? Odds are it's going to hit your families, too. We want to help you connect to services, products, tools, research, and stories so you can be prepared. Please subscribe to Alzheimer's Speaks on your favorite podcast platform.